Welcome back to Southside Talks. I'm your host, Julian Johnson. Each episode, we bring you a story from a Southsider told in their own words. This week's story takes us to Inglewood. For some reason, there seems to be a lot of focus on the problems when talking about the Southside. There's no shortage of reporting of what's wrong. There's even less reporting on solutions. Take, for instance, the problem of food deserts on the South and West Sides. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with that term, a food desert is a community that has a lack of access to affordable and quality fresh food. For many Southsiders, they find themselves traveling long distances just to get to a grocery store. It's a problem. It's not only a problem for access to fresh food, but there are tremendous health concerns to follow when a community is locked out of healthy eating options. Think about this. There are more dialysis centers in some neighborhoods than there are grocery stores. However, there is a farm in Inglewood that's helping to change that. On 58th and Wood, an organization called Growing Home has been running a farm right in the heart of Inglewood for over 10 years now. But Growing Home is more than just a farm. They also do job training, job placement, mentoring, community outreach, and so much more. We train over 50 participants a season, and we got them broken up into three different cohorts. Our goal is to try to find them some type of employment, full-time or part-time employment. We actually provide with full handling certificates. We get them forklifting training. We help them try to get their license, depends on what it is. And so when they get back in the workforce, you know, they'd be ready to go. That's DeAndre Brooks. He's the farm manager at Growing Home. He runs the day-to-day operations of the farm and oversees the many programs they have going on. I visited the farm recently, and on that day, it was bustling with activity on the more than two acres of land they occupy in Inglewood. There were men and women tending to the crops and soil and preparing the vegetables that will be sold at the local farmer's markets that weekend. Getting our uh, markets ready for the weekend, our weekend markets, you know, push out to our um, Green City Market and our Logan Market. They're picking some Swiss chard, um, taking some onions out the ground because, you know, the frost is on the ground as of right now, so we're yeah. trying to clear out much of the stuff on the, in the field so we can rely on to our um, hoop houses that we got extra time to grow different um, things. There was so much happening the day I visited the farm. When I first arrived, community residents were purchasing vegetables, and I was immediately greeted by someone who offered me a sample of some greens grown and cooked on the farm. They were cooked with coconut milk. I must say, I kind of liked it. And DeAndre was giving one of the participants some words of encouragement. You see, DeAndre believes in the program. Many of their participants come from situations that aren't what you would think would lead them to farming. But DeAndre says the farm and the program not only gives them the tools they need to start their own gardens, it also gives them life skills that ultimately change their lives for the better. DeAndre knows the program is life-changing because he, too, was once a participant. Actually, I went through the program in 2012. I got referred to one of my guys named Willie Danner. And when he went through the program, he shared some information with my wife about the culinary program that we had over at uh, Washburn. We had a nice culinary program, eight-week basic training program, and I needed that so I can try to continue, because I had a dream of owning my own food truck, and I was yeah. already selling food at, you know, at my trunk already, you know, doing special orders like that. So I was excited to go through the program to try to get through the food service class that they offered. Yeah, I succeeded in that, and I actually wanted to cook off that year. Um, I had did a pesto chicken. Oh, man, it was tremendous. The chef gave me a look like, wait a who made this? <laughs> so, you know, so cooking is one of my arts that I like to do, you know. And one of my old managers actually 
seen something in me with the farming and he kept me on and now I'm landed at the um, the manager position. This was my work ethic and I understood about the food system and how important the food is to get into the community and from that year on I've been you know, straight into training, just finding out what plants do, how they operate and just been here ever since, you know. Whenever I do start this business over my uh, food, I know how to grow veggies now. Things are looking up for DeAndre now. He's married, three of his children are in college, and he's running a farm. But his journey to getting here was not easy. DeAndre is from Woodlawn, and he says even though he came from a good home, he took a different path. It was tough, you know. Um, as I grew up in Woodlawn, it was very tough for a young black kid because... There was a lot of things that you can get into. And I actually got into the bad things. And when I got into it, you know, I was incarcerated. You know, I was, I got shot. I was back and forth in Cook County, out of home, catching a case out the case. Because at that time, I was looking for the next dollar amount I can get that was fast. I was looking for the next night outside, you know what I mean? So trying to travel out of town doing things I shouldn't be doing. Even though I came from a good background family, it was other things I wanted to do. Thought it was right. Thought it was going to make me do, you know, make me more of a man. But it didn't. You know what I mean? All it did was just hinder me. I did knucklehead stuff. So when you do knucklehead stuff, you always leave room for error. You know what I mean? I went to boot camp. I went through that program. And I actually got my GED when I was in there, you know. It's hard to even get a GED because you stand on your feet 16 hours a day. You're working out all day. So you really ain't got the time to even actually read, study, or do nothing. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So I had to use my time valuable while I was in there. And once I really came out of boot camp, it gave me a better insight of life. I thank, I thank the boot camp system because it really flipped me around. You know what I mean? So it gave me a better insight of what a man should do and what a man should carry themselves. Those experiences changed DeAndre. He says the thought of his children visiting him in jail and him not being able to hold and hug them, it was not the life he wanted for himself. And it was not the life he wanted for his children. He never forgets those times. That's why he always shares his story with the participants on the farm. Because some of them come from similar situations as DeAndre. And he makes sure that they know that their story is not unique. Actually, it's giving back to the community. If you don't share the knowledge, they will never know. Most of them start their own gardens when they leave here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So spreading that knowledge, letting them know how to how good the food source is, how healthy, trying to, you know what I'm saying, grow organic food. Because, you know, we go in the grocery store, everything uniform, looking looking real good. You know, sprayed it with some type of pesticide, some type of hormone to even make it look like it's fresh. Even on weekends, me and my friend Fred Daniels, he's my director over here on the farm. He went through the program in 2010. We actually mentor the youth in the Roseland area. We teach them how to farm. We teach life skills, you know what I mean? Try to give them something that my big brothers and them didn't do. And I was talking about my big brothers me in the streets, you know what I mean? So I didn't have nobody from the streets actually talking to me. I had my dad and all them, but, you know, I was a knucklehead at this time. I was in my own world. I try to teach them in all aspects of life, you know what I mean? Try to give them every tool that I that I know now that I didn't have then, you know what I mean? Me giving you every tool might make a difference, yeah. and it should make a difference. 
Did you imagine when you were growing up over in Woodlawn, years later, you would be running a farm in the same community that you used to run around in? Never. Never thought of it. Um, and it's so ironic because as I was growing up, my granny had a garden in the backyard, so she was urban farming when I even knew nothing about urban farming. It was a big plus for me because I had some insight of farming, but I didn't know how important it was going to be at this time of day and this time of um, in this life right now. When they came to you and they said, hey, DeAndre, we think we're going, we want to, you know, let you run the farm. What did you think? I said, that's a big responsibility first. I had to, you know, I took a, took a deep breath, thought about it, and I'm like, got me being here, there's, there's no other way that I cannot not do this here, you know what I mean? In addition to running the farm and all of its programs, DeAndre has one more thing on his plate. Do beekeeping as well, you know, so we even have fresh honey. Be honest, did you have any idea that DeAndre from Woodlaw was going to be beekeeping? <laughs> I didn't have no idea. Beekeeping? I would have never thought of it. A big thanks to DeAndre Brooks for sharing his story. If you're enjoying the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people discover the show. Better yet, tell your friends and family. Don't keep it a secret. Let everybody know. This is a show to listen to. Thanks for listening. See you next time.